Welcome inside another edition of the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and, of course, the Glebe Central Pub. I'm Brandon Pillar, joined by at Aleem's Martian. And no, this is not a postcast where we're talking about an embarrassing loss. This is not a postcast where that pump-up music is just depressing and we're sitting through it being like, okay, we got to get through this. No. In the postcast, we vent or revive. We're vibing. Ross Levitan, not with us today. As you might have noticed, I was doing the graphics. It said 4-2 win for the Ottawa Senators. That is not correct. But I'll take a 2-0 win any day, Martian. Forzy gets a shutout. The defensive structure finally looks good here. Guys are blocking shots, making it easy for Forzy to get the rebound. Forzy was playing good. And the Senators get a 2-0 lead and wouldn't you know it, they hold a 2-0 lead all the way for the rest of the game. This is an absolute treat for myself and the Martian to cover an Ottawa Senators win. Martian, how are we feeling, baby? Feels good, Pilsy. Feels really good. I didn't know if it was ever going to happen for us, buddy, but am I ever excited that we have a win to break down? You and me, finally. Just the two of us. We get to break down a nice Ottawa Senators W here. You said it actually in your little intro there, Pilsy. I think the big difference was uh, the Sens' ability to block shots tonight. They were they were getting in front of pucks and making Forsberg's life easy. And you can see Forsy, you know, giving giving the stick taps to the boys after every whistle, being like, "Thank you," letting them know they're doing a good job out there. And they kept it going consistency uh, consistently. Maybe eleven and seven is our new thing, you know, rolling all seven guys. And it was pretty funny too, Pils. There was a few moments where, uh, you know, the, the, the Sens looked like they were going to be down in defense. Yes. So Shabbat goes down with a little bit of a... Ooh, a that like one was scary. Knee. That was very scary. Gikrin yep. was getting bumped around out there. So, um, yeah, it was it was, it was was interesting to see that how they were rolling out the seven guys. Um, you know, JBD had a bit of a quiet night, but that's that's what it is. It was great. I, I'm, I was pretty happy with how they, they broke it down defensively here. They only needed the two goals to get the W, and that's always a good sign. Yep, Guy Boucher on the Leafs bench is probably smiling, being like, "Ah, oh, the Senators going seven and eleven. You got eleven and seven, I should say. You gotta love seeing that." And look, maybe that's a good strategy going forward for the second half of back-to-backs. Because I don't know about you, Martian, but it seemed like all these defensemen had their legs. All of them were more than comfortable getting in the way of shots, blocking shots, especially at the end of the game there when Seattle has the goalie pulled and they're just putting everything towards the net. Branny's getting in the block shots. Tarasenko even getting in the mix. Sanderson, Chikrin, Shabbat. All these guys are blocking shots and sacrificing the body to get it done. And ultimately, that helps lead them to a 2-0 win here. And we were talking before the postcast, Martian, like, this was just such an off-brand Ottawa Senators game. They just play a good, clean, structured game. 2 nothing win. There's no moments where this game just turns into an absolute barn burner. It's just calm and steady. And they don't really hurt themselves with penalty trouble. Sure, a couple penalties near the end of the game, but they're able to kill them off. And this is a game where if you're DJ Smith, you, you got to be saying, I, I wish we could have more games like this. And get our goalies to stand up big and steal games. Like Forzy ends up having a really good game. Just looking at the shots here, they're outshot 39 to 28 and Forzy gets a 39 save shutout. And Marshall, we've talked about this. Both 
Anton Forsberg and Jonas Corposalo, they're the kind of goalies where they seem to excel with the more shots that they end up getting. And wouldn't you know it, like, I don't think we're going to see Forsberg getting 22 save shutouts or anything like that. It's once it gets into the high 30s and 40s, that's when this guy thrives. Yeah, and a lot of goalies are like that, right? They just yeah. like to get in a groove, and then they're just they just feel dialed in, and every shot's kind of you know, especially tonight. A lot of them were coming from the perimeter areas; they're easy work for him. So he's just getting warm, he's getting comfortable in there, making a couple easy saves. He's like, "This is easy, boys. I got this. We're we're good. Don't worry about it." Third period was a little scary with, the, with a couple of those uh, you know kills that they had to do, but yeah. um, they did a really good job. And then, like you said, at the end of the game, I love how they had Tarasenko out there. He's currently in. Um, his second longest goalless drought of yeah. his career. So I think they had him out there late in the game with the with the goalie pull, hoping that maybe he could just break the slump, um, get him out there. But he came off with about 39 seconds left in the game. Um, but they got the job done, and he he wasn't he wasn't giving up anything, right? He he was in getting right in lanes. He wasn't just looking for that cookie. Uh, he wanted to make sure that the t- the team did get scored on too. So it was really nice to see. A lot of guys had good games tonight, so it was it was a really solid effort. And also, like you said, you know the trend has has been there's like a five ten minute stretch where they just look like crap, and yeah. it didn't happen tonight, right? Where um, it just didn't happen. They they played a complete game. Finally, uh, that's that's what we've been asking for. And whatever they did, Pillsy tonight, just don't change. Whatever, whatever, rolling. just just yeah, run it back. Do the same thing. Eat the same food skate at the same time, whatever. Whatever the pregame routine was for all of these guys, they just need to go straight back to it um, because the season, the season's getting shorter and shorter here, and, and the, you know we're going to need them to keep ripping off wins. And that was a good one, I think, to get them rolling. A shutout for Borzi's great. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing, Martian. Like, coming back from Sweden, the games are going from – bad to worse to absolutely terrible and that's a three-game losing streak and then you come back home to the ctc treat the fans to a nice tidy two nothing win hopefully that puts a big kind of block on that skid you build a lot of momentum here especially like forsberg this is a guy that i feel like you hope that now that there's more consistent games happening here he can build off the, that momentum sure that win in um sweden in his home country, up against the Minnesota Wild. That was a big boost for him. But then he doesn't get back into action for a little while here, uh, even though it's it's the next game up against the Islanders. So this is an opportunity for him to ride that momentum and for the team to ride that momentum after they had basically no games in November and now leading up to a busy schedule in December. Their next game will, they got their work cut out for them though, Tuesday night at home up against the New York Rangers. So that's going to be an interesting game. But for now, let's just bask in the glory of an Ottawa Senators win here on a Pillsy and Martian postcast. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about you, Martian, but for me, I really think that this team's buy-in to block shots was a big reason why they were able to win this game. Because at a certain point, the Seattle Kraken, which are more known for being a structured, checking, uh, kind of play tight games type yeah. of uh, team, like they don't really have an all-star that's going to break out or uh, a game breaker or anything like that. So they really rely on playing a game as a team. They just got to start firing pucks on net, and that's what they're doing at the end of the game. And this Ottawa decor, and you got to give credit. You you gave uh, some sick taps to Tarasenko and a bunch of the other forwards deserve credit too for just making sure they're getting in lanes, playing simple hockey, and just getting the puck out of the zone with ease without trying to do too much here. Yeah, it, it's huge when they just play that way. It's simple. And and they just 
you know, a couple of games ago, they played against the New York Islanders. And what did they have? It was like 48 block shots or something like that. I think I remember yeah. us saying. And they probably watched that and go like, why don't we commit to playing defense the way these guys clearly are committing to it, sacrificing the body. Branstrom had a few early blocks where he was like clearly making a conscious effort to get in the lanes. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there was a conversation that was had there amongst the coaching staff and the players and saying, you know, guys, it's going to be a lot easier on you guys if you just get in front of those shots. Um, what would you rather, a bruise or a goal against? So um, step in there, you know, man up, give them a tug and get in front get in front of that puck and don't be afraid of it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. The Ottawa Senators did a really good job of that. Uh, block shots were 23 for the Sens, only eight for the Seattle Kraken. So that's a good job by the Sens defensemen and the rest of the team to block shots. Now, speaking of this decor, Martian, and especially the 11-7 and 7 format here, it wasn't a balanced uh, time on ice here, as people in the chat have noted. Like, Travis Hamannick only played five minutes and 17 seconds, and then JBD was seven minutes and 16 seconds. Like, you got to think that kind of puts the writing on the wall that one of those guys is, like, they're not going to go 11-7 and seven next game, I, I don't think. Well, maybe, like you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you got to think that that kind of leads to the coaching staff sitting one of those two guys out next game, eh? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would kind of be contradicting myself if I said yes, because I did just say exactly. running back exactly whatever you just hey. did. So if that means going with 11 and seven, and if it's going to end up, you know, this being the result, maybe guys in the back end are a little less tired. Maybe they're a little bit, you know, more anxious to get on the ice and therefore more willing to do more things because they're competing with more guys for ice time, whatever it is. Uh, I think for me, I, I personally, <laughs> I hate 11 and seven. I just hate the idea of it. Forwards probably love it, though. Like, I mean, guys like Definitely. Timmy, you know, getting extra ice time. I, I'm not sure where he was at tonight. I think 21-12. So that's a, that's a heavier night than usual for Tim. So I'm sure he loved it. And he looked great tonight, too. Yep. So he was, he was one of those guys who was really flying out there, I thought. And I think maybe, you know, Timmy Timmy's one of those guys. He likes to be the center of attention in a game. He likes to be, you know, he wants to be the one who breaks it open. He wants to be the one to make the play. To, so the more ice time for him to try to do that, Maybe it's the better. Um, but yeah, I mean, 11 and 7, it's, it's not a perfect uh, setup in theory. But for this group, uh, it wasn't working the way they were doing it before. And, and it worked tonight. So I, I personally wouldn't wouldn't change it. I would just keep it going exactly the way it is. But there is the there's a thing going, you know, uh, Greg could possibly be coming back very soon. He's in a non-contact jersey. So things could easily change just because of that. But if, if, if that's not the case and, you know, this is who they have available, then I'm fine with them going back to it, which is crazy for me to say because it's really not what I would do. <laughs> yeah, uh, Martian, I will sacrifice watching 11-7 and seven hockey if it means you get the two points at the end of the game because this 2 nothing win up against the Kraken at home was huge for the Ottawa Senators to snap that losing streak to get a little morale boost here. And now, obviously, 9-10, and 10, not a record you want, but... I think that softens the blow a little bit. Like if this team ends up going eight and 11 and then you've got a tough stretch coming up next week, like not only do you have the New York Rangers, but then you have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you and Ross are going to be at that game boots on the ground. And then on Ross, the weekend, will be, Ross will be, I'm, I'm not attending. Oh, you're ta taking that one off. 
Yeah, no, you know, they got tickets and Ross didn't remind his buddy to invite. It's cool. I didn't really want to go that bad anyways. But <laughs> okay, Ross, okay. Ross will be there. <laughs> All right. Well, Ross will have boots on the ground making the, the trek from Winnipeg. And then they have the Detroit Red Wings on the weekend. So Rangers, Leafs, Red Wings, that is not an easy schedule next week. So hopefully they're able to, like Martian said, eat the same breakfast, Take the the same roads to get uh, get to the rink. Whatever you got to do, do the exact same thing and repeat this result here because a two nothing win is something we love to see. Something else we love to see is good vibes, and the vibes are always good at the Glebe Central Pub, the GCP. Hopefully, people are taking the shuttle back to the pub right now and basking in this victory. Go to the GCP in the heart of the Glebe. At 779 Bank Street, they got great food, great drinks, and most importantly, good service. You need that good service to have good vibes, and you can always celebrate an Ottawa Senators win at the Glebe Central Pub. They love the Sens so much, they're doing whatever they can to get you to Sens games. Like I mentioned, head to the website and check out when the shuttle is running for 17 bucks. The value of getting a ride to the rink and back. Sue, the bus driver, will get you there as quick as possible. She knows those roads like the back of her hand. So you can always trust that you're going to have a good time when you go to the Glebe Central Pub and especially when you use the shuttle to go to the game. So check it out today, guys. The Glebe Central Pub at 779 Bank Street. And let them know that the Locked On Centers podcast sent you. And if anyone is in the chat right now at the Glebe Central Pub. Let us know. Let us know. The vibes are always good there. And this is also brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. That's where you can go to try to get some green numbers in your account. When the Ottawa Senators win, you can win as well. And there's so many different ways you can bet on FanDuel. You can bet on the spread. You can bet on the over-under. You can bet on Anton Forsberg to get a shutout. You can bet on Tim Stutzla to have six shots like he had tonight. You can bet on so many things. Same game parlays. That's where to do it. And it's not just hockey. You can bet on NFL, college football, basketball, whatever you like. You can find it at FanDuel. So go to FanDuel right now. Check it out today, guys. Do FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Martian. We're back. A 2 nothing win over the Seattle Kraken at the Canadian Tire Center. And... Martian, we I don't think we've got to do this all year. We get to talk about who's getting the fire helmet for tonight's game. I mean, oh. does does anyone have a clue who has it last? It's it Forzy has it last. Does he really? So I was going to say Forzy's the top candidate here, but yeah. I'm pretty, guys, correct me in the chat, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Anton Forsberg does have the fire helmet. I was saying that Brandy was going to get in Sweden for that absolute clap bomb goal he got in his home country, but Forsy deserved it too. He had an assist on that goal. So, Marshall, yep. I'll, uh, I'll give you first crack at this, and we'll see who, uh, who people in the chat think it's going to be, but... I, I don't have a clear answer for the I, helmet here. I, I do. And I want to just verify okay. a quick stat before I do it. But yeah, no, for me, I think Forsberg, if Forsberg does have the helmet, I think first and foremost, he deserves it the most. But if he has it, he has to give it to somebody else. I believe those are the rules. I don't think he can go, you know what, boys, I had the best game today. <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep this thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, knowing that he's a goalie and who he who is he thanking for um, – you know, for his his shutout tonight, I think he's going to look to a defenseman. Okay. Yep. For, for me, it's it's Artem Zub. I think Artem oh, Zub okay. has, 
had a really strong defensive game tonight. Maybe his best game of the season, in my opinion. He was blocking guy, boxing guys out. He was blocking shots. He had two blocks, plus one. Yep. Um, he spent a lot of time on the ice out there. I think he, you know, he's around the 20 minute mark, if I'm not mistaken. 21:57. So, you know, a solid amount of ice time for Zub. I think, you know, from Anton Forsberg's perspective, our Tim Zub had a really good night tonight. And I think that he he could lean that way easily. My secondary pick would possibly be um, Shabbat. I think he was flying out there, but I, I think he's going to go with Zub. That's my guess. And I don't think we've ever seen Zub get the player of the game before. From, no, from and I can't wait to hear his speech. Uh, great, great win, boys. Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> I, I think he just nailed it. I think that's exactly what he would say. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, from... Uh, Zub, I'll go. I think Tarasenko might have a shot at this. Uh, I thought he played a good overall game. That's a guy, like you mentioned, he's in a goal of stroke. Sure, he doesn't get a goal here, but he's a big block shot at the end of the game. He has an assist, and that goal doesn't happen. Uh, the Matthew Joseph goal does not happen without Tarasenko getting a, a really good forecheck in. I believe that was that was that goal. No, sorry, the second goal, the second goal, the Patterson goal. It was right? yeah, it was it was the one where he, he found Timmy up front. Where he, yeah, yeah, well, agree, yeah. Right? Dax doesn't handle the puck properly behind the net, and Tarasenko doesn't mess around. Forecheck steals it, gets it to Timmy. Timmy over to Batherson, and I mean Batherson. That's a guy that's hit a lot of posts and missed a lot of net, but he's not missing the net on that one as he's able to put that one away, and that makes it two nothing. If he would have missed that one, I I don't know what I would have said about it. He had, he had the gaping cage. He had time to dust it off, and he just ripped it home. That's that's the kind of nice thing you like to see. But I, I, you were mentioning Decord not playing the puck properly, and, and we know that's one of his strengths, right, yes. he's usually is playing the puck. And sometimes I think goalies like that, and I think it, we've seen it with him too, is that he gets a little overconfident with some with it sometimes. And when you have a you know a good veteran presence like Vladimir Tarasenko coming in there he's gonna have no problem out muscling and out battling a goalie for the puck um and that's what he did there and he found Timmy and and Timmy could have easily shot that I thought he was going to probably and then he just he just kind of slips that over to Batherson for the open cage it was a great great vision play by Timmy there too yeah, that's Tim Stutzla showing his hockey IQ. A uh, bit, a bit snake bitten. Timmy as well, trying to get goals here. I mean, even that two on one with G, where he passes it over and a uh, Seattle Kraken dives and it goes right top shelf, but Joey Dax throws yeah. the leather on it. That's a nice save. Timmy's like, man, I can't even get one there. So that's a tough one. Uh, our guy Senator saying here, Sandy was six block shots. So uh, Martian, like you're saying, yeah, if Forzy's yeah. looking to hand it to someone, I mean, that might be a guy he's looking to. He, he uh, he, he might, Senator might have just actually just took my, you know, my theory and, and, and applied it to a player who had better statistics. <laughs> so I think, I think that that could hey, easily be the way. That's why we love the people in the chat. They're always keeping us honest and helping us out with stats. And speaking of which, our guy, Steve G, with an excellent point here. Why the F is your helmet not on, Martian? We brought out the helmets. I still can't believe we did that for one of the most embarrassing losses in Sense history. And we were wearing the helmets. Martian, I'm going to give my Sense Central standout brought to you by the Gleep Central Pub. Can you quickly go run and get your fire helmet for your Sense Central standout? I mean, we would be doing the, the citizens a disservice if the one time we actually get to do it, we don't do it. So you go right ahead. I'll tap dance here and I'll do what I love to do. Hashtag goalie friendly show. You guys already know where I'm going with this standout. It's got to be Anton Forsberg. A 2-0 win, a shutout for Forzy, where he has 39 saves and keeps this team in it. And there's Martian putting on the helmet. But 
look, if it was if Forzy yeah. didn't have the helmet, he would be the one that's deserving it. So if he did the old pass it to himself, I would have no issue with that at all. But Forzy's going to pass it on. He's a good team player. And I think Forzy's got to be the first star of this game. He's my first Sun Central standout. I'm sure we'll have a couple here. And Martian is looking ready to go into battle and yeah, save, I, save some children from a burning fire or, or help a cat stuck in a tree. He's got the helmet on here. Martian, who is your first Sun Central standout? Well, just quickly, you might have heard me adjusting the helmet there. I, I had some friends over last night. We might have broke out the helmets and just put them on for a little while. So I had to do a quick nice. adjustment there. Like playing the little buckets, like back uh, back in the we, dressing room, we, get we the just, helmets on. We just tossed them on for fun. It was it was late night last night, so we we had to, we had to get these puppies on. They, they there you, know, you go. Store thumbs sitting in my apartment here. So, uh, yeah, for me, uh, man, it's it's it, you know honestly, I think it's it's for me it's an easy choice, and and it's it's Anton Forsberg. <laughs> now I did do that's who I was doing while you were getting the helmet. Oh, you already did it. Yes, that I did oh, okay, Anton so Forsberg. My bad, I missed that because all good. Sure. No, you did. You literally were gone. I'll give you. Yeah, I will. Uh, okay, I will. I will let you have that one, Pilsy. I'm gonna go with Tim Stutzel then, because uh, for me, Timmy, Timmy just had a, a, like one of his classic nights where he looked like he was dominating. Yep. He's really comfortable on home ice. I feel like sometimes, like he just plays a different game when he's not on the road. Is it just like has everyone laughing at this helmet? Is this what's going on? No, right it's now? great. I just took a screenshot of it and I'm, and I'm tweeting it out now. This is all time. I mean, it's it's good vibes. We don't get to do this very often, Martian. It, how fun will it be when all three of us have them? I mean, this thing this thing weighs like 20 pounds, man. It's it ridiculous. looks heavy. I feel like I'm a bobblehead. Like if I go the wrong way, I'll, I'll break my neck. But Timmy had that. Yeah, like we were talking about that one great assist. He had the, the you know, good amount of ice time, 21-12 on the ice. Uh, but he was dancing out there, Pills. He's just an absolute ballerina. He's drawing <laughs> penalties. Um, that that one in particular, where I think a lot of people were complaining about him diving, but he's just trying to get out of the way. And he go, you know, he goes down. Um, and now he's what fifth in the league in drawing penalties um, yep. this season. I believe so, he had two tonight. So yeah, he did. So he, he could be even he could be even higher on that list by now uh, after tonight's game. So for me, it's Tim Stusla. He was he was plus one, six shots on goal. Um, not a great night in the dot for Timmy. Um, there was one moment in particular that was pretty funny where he got kicked out of the draw after winning it completely clean. He just snapped it back. He was so pumped, and then they blew the whistle and said, "No, you're out." And he was like, you could see he was a little upset that he didn't get the, the you know credit for that faceoff win. So. 27.3% the dot for Timmy tonight. Um, I think that's <laughs> it's a little below average even for him. So yeah. Uh, but but with that being said, I still think he had a really, really nice night tonight. So I'm gonna go with Tim Stutzla for my standout. Love it, love it. And uh, a rare night where the faceoff is an even 50-50 for these teams. You don't see that that often. So uh it didn't have too much of an impact here. Although I thought the senators did have a couple draws where uh, they were winning it in opportune times. Um, I don't. Do you got another standout in mind, Martian? I got another one. If we can snap it back here, yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead first, and uh, and then I'll, I'll I'll pick another guy. Sure. All right, sweet. I'm gonna go with uh, the after that stat that our guy Senator tipped us off with. I'm gonna go with Jake Sanderson. I mean, six block shots. Like Sanderson is one of those guys. He finds a way to get involved in the game. He has a team high in ice time yep team high 2606 so that's just like that's how we want dj smith to do this like it's a two nothing lead you're trying to protect the lead 
don't mess around with getting Hamnick on the ice more than he needs to be. Keep Jake Sanderson on the ice. And that's what he does here. And it ultimately ends up working out. So six block shots for Jake Sanderson. I thought he looked good out there. I did notice uh, halfway through the game, like Thomas Shabbat was a guy that was on the top power play unit quarterbacking it for uh, most of the time since he's returned. But then they switched it back to Sanderson. And I thought they had a little more success there. So Jake Sanderson will be my second Sen Central standout. Yeah, I love it. And it was, it was, you know, he's playing the right side there too, right, Pilsy? So you got to keep that in mind as well. Like that's Big something time. that he's adjusting to and, and he is doing it pretty seamlessly so far here. I don't know if there's a glare there that's bothering you with my helmet. But anyways, I'll carry on. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Um, I was going to go with, you know, Vladimir Tarasenko tonight. I thought yeah, had, had a strong night. I know he's in a goalless drought and he didn't get his goal tonight, but he had the assist on that really nice forecheck that led to the Batherson goal. Um, he found Timmy out front. He just fed it right over to Bath and, and that was a great play by Tarasenko there. They had him out at the end of the game. He was blocking shots. We mentioned that already as well. And and for me, um, you know, finally, they put him with some guys who are NHL caliber players because he's been stuck playing with um, Rourke Sharchi. Yeah, I wonder why he's on one of his biggest goal the strouts of his career, eh, Martian? Exactly. And, 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 you know, next thing you know, he's getting put with Batherson and Stutzla, and, and, and you can see that he was, like, all of a sudden energized, right? He was fired up. He's like, okay, I've got some real line mates here. I'm going to play hard, and he did, and he he looked great with those guys. So for me, that line um, is not something that I would look to break up anytime soon. I know we were talking about that earlier as well, but um, for me, that line looked really good, and Tarasenko was a huge part of that, being that veteran presence on that line. Kind of getting Timmy away from just having to, you know, it's either Kachuk or Giroux, who you always see Timmy with, right? Yep. Um, it's nice to see him kind of be almost a little bit out on his own here. Um, and, and working with some players that he's not used to working with. And, and it, it worked out. So I'm going to go with Vlad Tarasenko um, as being a reason for that. And, and I, I like this game tonight. So I'm going Vladdy. Yeah, well, that's another nice thing about going 11-7 and seven is you got to kind of rotate the centermen throughout uh, and have different wingers there. And Martian, are you sure you weren't talking about Kubalik? Yeah, I know. You know. Uh, the announcers, they did not have that one figured out who was Kubalik and who was Tarasenko. I, I like our I, buddy Alfie's mullet was saying, and you tweeted it out. That was driving me nuts, too. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I know the numbers are close. It's 91 and 81, but like you have one job is just to get the player's name right when you're doing the announcing call. And uh, like, I don't know why that one was throwing them off so bad. They're not even built the same. That's the thing that like, it, it, would, it would make more sense if they looked similar the way they yeah. skate and the way they look. But like Kubali's kind of like long and, and tall. And and Tarasenko was just built like a brick shit house. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what? how are you getting those two guys mixed up so often? Uh, that was pretty, pretty terrible. But no, I definitely meant... <laughs> okay just checking just double checking i mean i guess i can't really talk too much when uh, my job was to build the graphic and i made sure the six categories were statistically correct except the final score so dash one for me as well so nobody's perfect here except anton forsberg was perfect tonight yeah. 39 safe shout out you gotta love it uh martian any final thoughts on this game before uh, before we head out here? Because I want to I want to leave a little meat on the bone for Monday's episode of Locked On Centers yeah. podcast, so we can get our good pal Ross Levitan's uh, uh, opinions on the game as well. Yeah, no final thoughts. Or just thanks for thanks for having me on for a win, Pelzi. Oh, it makes me feel good. Buddy, we guys. deserve this. We do deserve this. This is this is nice for us. This is a nice little treat. And hopefully, yeah. they can just keep this keep this rolling. That's what I'm hoping. I don't want to see them just kind of fall back to their old ways. They might have something here. You know, bottle that up, bottle whatever the hell they just did up and uh, bring it, bring it back for Tuesday. 
yeah, I'm with you. They got to keep that going. And I'm just, I'm just checking here if the vibes were as good in Belleville. And what a, what a day! The Ottawa Senators win, and the Belleville Senators get a four-two win here. So this is a great day for Senators fans here. Everybody enjoy this moment right now. Where were you December second when both Senators teams got a win on the same day? Never happens. Never happens. But the one thing is, look, we follow this team. We vent. We vibe. We're vibing tonight. We're loving it. Thank you to all 275 people in the chat. We love all you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Postcast presented by the Locked On Senators Podcast and, of course, the Glebe Central Pub. For myself, Brandon Piller, for at Aleem's Martian, thank you to everyone that is here. A 2-0 Ottawa Senators win. No, I did not mess that up. Yes, you heard right. The Ottawa Senators win. 2-0 Anton Forsberg shutout. Let's go back on Monday, wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Like, subscribe to follow this team. It's the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day.